0: Praise the Lord. Came upon a midnight clear. Hallelujah. That glorious song of old. Believe how clear it came that night. When Jesus was born, stable in Bethlehem, he meant to God in the next days and weeks, months. Years, all the way up until he gave his life for us, I believe that it would become more clear the reason he came. And for the lives of those that would receive him, they would find that as Mary did, not only did she hold him in her arms, but he held her in his heart. I want you to know this morning, Jesus holds you in his heart today. Amen. Are you grateful for that? Stand with me if you will. Look around at somebody and tell them Jesus loves you. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Amen. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, what a revelation from heaven filled with peace and comfort amen, that this world cannot give, to know Jesus loves you and me. I remember a song we sang years remember a song we sang years ago that said, "Oh how He loves you and me. Oh, how He loves you and me. He gave his life. What more could he give? you turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 2. Uh, I want to share with you for a few moments as the word of God would just speak to our hearts from this scripture. When you have it, say amen. I had so many messages rolling through my head yesterday I tell you, when you get on a bus full of God's people, you can get all kind of sermon outlines and titles. And, uh, Someone said, but Brother Brett ain't saying too much. I'm just listening. <laughs> Saturdays, I'm tuned in to heaven. On Saturdays, most of the time, I'm trying to get, get everything clear, so I'll be ready for Sunday. So, uh, But Lord, just places scripture in my heart, and uh, through the hours and hours of seeking him after I got home last night and this morning uh, I'm here to just to be a vessel and let him speak to our hearts Luke chapter 2 I'm read the first 14 verses and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria And all went to be taxed every one to his own city and joseph also went up to galilee out of the city of nazareth unto judea unto the city of david which is called bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of david to be taxed with mary as a spouse wife being great with child and so it was while they were there the days were accomplished that she should be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end Uh, in the end and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and lo the angel of the lord came upon them and the glory of the lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid This shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. I want to preach for a few moments on on this thought. The night the angel sang. Amen. The night the angels sang. Father, we love you today. And Lord, again, we're grateful for this opportunity we have to come into your presence, to gather together as your people. Uh, Lord, this is about uh, uh, Father coming into your presence as a corporate body to uh, be spoken to, to be, uh, Lord, just poured into and prepared that when we leave this place that we would be ever so clear in our mind, Father, our relationship to you and with you, and Lord, that we would hear your voice as you lead us in the highways and byways of life to accomplish within our own personal lives, not only as a church, but your will for us to share this good news, to share the love of Jesus Christ. If not only in word, God, also in our actions, in all that we do. Father, to be able, God, to be a reflection of your love to a lost and dying world is our is our heart's desire. And Lord that I pray this Christmas season that no matter who we are, Lord, no matter how long we've been saved and no long, matter how, how many times we've experienced your goodness, I pray, Lord, that you would shake us to the very core of our soul, Lord, and remind us in this Christmas season how much you love us. and Lord, how much you care for us. And, Lord, we'll give you the praise for it all. In Jesus' name. And everybody said Amen and amen. You can be seated in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, I want to take just a few moments just to just to uh, talk a little bit uh, and, and tell you that there has always been in my life every season of Christmas, there was always a memory that I held. How many could say I have many memories of Christmas this morning? Uh, I'm go back as far as I can remember as a child and I can tell you some things that happened and, and I can tell you thankfully this morning there was not ever a Christmas because I was raised to, to know the Lord. I was raised to, to know uh, who Jesus was and to, and to know the meaning of Christmas. But there was not a, a season that, that I experienced Christmas that I did not have a reminder in my heart and in my life of what Christmas was all about. Uh, Yet in the midst of all that, I have noticed that throughout life the challenge has sometimes become greater because the same enemy that showed up in the Garden of Eden is still moving in the world today. And um, so, you know, it would be nothing more for him than to have Christmas mean everything else but Jesus. It would mean more to him for churches and Christians to forget the true meaning of Christmas. Uh, And in doing so, I think we really forget the greatest love of all. Uh, And as I said before, there are many times that uh, that I went back over my life and I, uh, and I remember Christ being the biggest part of it all. But the challenge was uh, the way of the world and the things that the world was trying to create it to be. And even now when you look out there, I'm telling you, if you're walking with God, you, you got to shake your head sometime and say, uh-oh, what in the world is happening, amen, in this Christmas season. Commercials will always be there to remind you how much you can spend on everybody else, but not many, if any, that I know of, amen, points to the family celebrating the birth of Christ, amen, as much as they do spending your hard-earned money, amen, to to keep up with Christmas. I want to tell you this. There's nothing wrong with giving, and there's nothing wrong with sharing. We ought to do that, amen share our love with one another. But I'm thinking about, as I thought about that, so many that weren't raised the way I was raised. They weren't raised in church. They didn't know necessarily Jesus unless they stomped their finger or hit their toe. And that's about the most they ever heard about Jesus. And if they did hear any more, they didn't believe it because by the time they got home, their home life would confuse them and they would forget about it again. And You know, the difficulties of people, you know, especially when their homes are not where they need to be, coming to know the Lord is going back into that home at a young tender age and trying to put it all together when everything about your home is not conducive to who Jesus is. Amen. I'm not lost. I'm just following the Holy Ghost. We're going to get wired up in a minute. I feel it. Uh, yet there are people that don't know who Jesus is. In the reality, they're living in darkness. They, they think Christmas is about, uh, uh, all about, just about gifts and trees and decorations and love stories and Hallmark uh, movies. And Come on, somebody! I was talking with somebody the other day, and Hallmark done fell off the wagon. And they want to include everything now that the world wants to include. And little by little, the enemy has come in. And Oh, but it just makes me feel so good. Uh, preacher, what are you getting at this morning? I, I'm telling you that there are those that don't know, that don't understand the love of God. They don't understand the true meaning of Christmas Oh, they may tell you, oh, yeah, it's all about Jesus. But really and truly, our gift giving must be focused and centralized upon our relationship of the love that we have with Christ. Amen. I don't give because I have to, I give because of the love of Christ. Amen. In my life. Come on, somebody. It's not about the amount, it's not about how big, it's about the love of Jesus in my life. It's not about, oh, come on, somebody, they're going to be people mad because they open their gifts and don't get what they want. That ain't what I wanted. We'll send it back, we'll trade it in, and, you know, preacher, you're being so pessimistic this morning. I'm going somewhere with this, and i I'm saying have all the Christmas you want to have and the beautiful gifts and all the giving and enjoy that. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is to know that there was a baby who was born in Bethlehem over 2,000 years ago who Mary held in her hands, but now he holds the heart of all of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Christmas season cannot bloom and blossom and be all that it is. We can't sing the the, the Christmas carols without meaning and understanding. Come on, they carry a message. But we must realize today that the world would have us do everything we can, amen, to push an agenda that leaves Christ out of the central focus of it all. But tonight I want to tell you this morning, that angels came and began to sing, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men, not over a Christmas tree decorated with lights, not over gifts under a tree, but they went to a shepherd field where shepherds were watching over their flocks by night to declare, Unto you is born this day, and he my. I wish somebody would shout hallelujah today. The central message of it all was for them to know that there was a Savior that was born. Come on, somebody. There are many that will open gifts and experience the love of their family members and the love of Christ and the opening of those gifts, but the greatest gift they'll ever experience is a gift that Jesus came to bring, the gift of salvation, the gift of deliverance, the gift of restoration unto God, the gift what the enemy tried to do in the Garden of Eden, Jesus came to undo. Can some Somebody shout, Amen. He came to make a way. He came, God came to make a way. But yet, that slithering serpent, Satan, is doing all he can to corrupt Christmas. Glory to God. I'm going to have a good Christmas season, but I don't want to lose my song in the season. I feel that. Come on now. I don't want to lose my song in the middle of it all. I want to be able to remember the love that God placed within my heart. On the day that he saved me, when I got a revelation of who he was, he wasn't just a baby, as Sister Angie said, born in a manger held by a mother, he was the son of the living God who came to set me free. When I got a revelation, dear Lord, I don't want to lose my song in the midst of this season. There are many today amen, that are singing all kind of songs about Christmas and they're enjoying all the commercialized agenda of Christmas. But dear God, don't let me lose my song in the middle of Christmas. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. Yeah, The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay and while he was sleeping on the hay, God's messengers was hovering over the shepherds in a field. Amen, declaring that Jesus was the one who was to come. He is a I feel the Holy Ghost up in this here place this morning. And don't look at somebody and say, Don't lose your song in the Christmas season. Angels sang, and you can too. Don't lose your song. In the middle of your song, Amen. And in the, in, in the surrounding parts of your life will feel the, the, the places as you make your journey. But there's a song down in the middle of it all that the world wants to take away. Oh, don't take away my praise. Don't take away my joy. Don't take away, amen, my song. I'm telling you today, there was an ordained moment in this scripture that is important today to a revelation unto the lost and also unto us who are saved but caught up in the world winds of life, it came upon a midnight clear, that glorious song of old, while angels pending near the earth to touched their hearts, harps of gold. They came to declare unto those who were just living life, unaware of what was taking place in Bethlehem that day. Uh, Joseph, the Bible said, and Mary were making their journey. As they were making their journey to Bethlehem, the day came that she would give birth. And in her giving birth, she went to find a place where they could lay down Where they could rest and where this moment and event could take place. The word said they went to an inn, but they found no room. I'm telling you today that as I begin to think about that story, so often it's been preached, but the reality is many have turned him away even today. They turn him away because the world is screaming into their lives. Now's not the time for Jesus. Now's not the time, amen, to be religious. Now's the time to live it up. It's weak Christianity. You don't need to accept him. There's nothing wrong with you. Oh, but God didn't send his son into the world to a people that didn't have anything wrong with them. (laughs) It was not a virgin birth that took place because we didn't have need of him. He didn't come just for a casual visit unto his people. There was a dire emergency. Without Christ and without the shedding of his blood, there would be no remission of sin. There was a dire need for this birthing of Jesus, the son of the living God. He didn't come just to play tic-tac-toe with the devil, amen, and to visit you. Hallelujah to God with just uh, uh, all the the, the the accolades of who he is. He came with the power to deliver you and bring victory into your life. And I don't know about you, but if my life was full, I believe I'd try to find something and kick it out the way and make room for Jesus, amen. I don't know about the innkeeper. I don't know what he did that day, but he didn't have the song that the angels sang. I'm telling you today, I feel his glory in this house. There that night, he turned them away, and he went prophetically to a place. He met a stable. He'd be born in a manger, lowly. He wouldn't be recognized. Those around him wouldn't even seem to be the king of Israel, because a king wouldn't be born like that. Yeah. The enemy was at work, but I want to tell you today, the king, was born in a manger. The power to deliver you was born in a manger. Mary held him, but he held Mary. He holds you today. He holds your victory today. He holds your heat. Hallelujah. He is everything. I feel the Lord in this house. I ain't going to lose my song. It needs to be clear that as he was born in that manger, there were shepherds out there watching their flocks by night, enjoying. Maybe even the job that they were doing is what they were called to. I want to tell you that God that night sent his angels, and his angels came with a message. And the word said, The angels came down where the shepherds were at, and the glory of God shone upon them, and they were sore afraid. Something heavenly was taking place in a moment that they weren't expecting. I don't know what was in their mind. I don't know what was in their their hearts before all this happened, but can you imagine just going on about your life, then all of a sudden you have a moment like this just take place. You're out in the middle of a field. Stars are shining bright. Then all of a sudden light that you've never seen before shows up. Angel shows up, and you begin to see the glory of God cover you, and they just begin to tremble. They were sore afraid, but the angel shouted, Fear not. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought about that for a moment. One reason I don't want to lose my song is because when I lose my song, fear, amen, will move in to take hold of my life. I don't want to lose my song in the revelation, amen, that I don't have to fear because he came to dispel all fear. I don't have to fear hell because he came to pay the price for my sin. I don't have to fear what the enemy is going to do, in my life, in my journey to attack me because Jesus is with me when the storm clouds gather. I come to tell somebody this morning that I don't have to fear because it looks like that life is just hopeless. Oh dear goodness, but there is no hopelessness when you know Jesus is the son of God and his birth was about you today his birth wasn't just about Mary and Joseph having a baby and their immediate family enjoying the birth of Mary's new baby? uh uh-uh. They said, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people the greatest joy of all. If you ever get down, think about the joy of Jesus, amen, that brings salvation, amen, and God's favor. On your life. Glory to God. Good tidings of great joy. I got joy in my heart, joy in my mind, joy since that happy day. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Look at somebody said say, that's you. Somebody come up in here down and depressed. The season has got you stressed. But God wanted to remind you that Jesus is a reason for the season. And he wanted to put a song back in your spirit. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Don't lose your song in the season. shall be to all people. As they came to deliver this message, I believe a calm came over them. Not only did they share with them what God was doing, they revealed unto him where they could see what God had done. and they said that you shall find this babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. They told them that because they wanted them to have the information they needed to seek out the one who would deliver humanity from their sins. It's a message that you can't just hear and walk away from and experience the fullness of. If you keep turning him away, you're never going to know the joy that he brings. If you keep rejecting him, you're never going to understand The favor of God through this gift of his son. Listen, they said you'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Then the angels began to sing, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Goodwill toward men. I don't know about you, but I believe some got to stir in that day or that night in the heart of the shepherds. I believe while the angels were singing, the heavenly host was praising God. I believe the glory of God just done, just begin to touch their heart. I just can't just walk away from this. I don't know, that's why I believe David said when you enter his gates, enter with thanksgiving and his courts with praise because I believe when we get to praising God, it does something to a heart uh, of complacency. Maybe the world has has gotten all over you or you're caught up in in the repetitious things that you do every day, but there's something in the middle of a praising God that will stir your heart in a moment of complacency remind you of the joy of who he is. And and I believe there was a the glory to God in the highest. And all of a sudden shepherds who day after day and night after night would look after their flock, all of a sudden begin to feel something through the message and through the song they were singing that caused him to say I ain't staying here. I gotta find the king. I come to talk to somebody today and let you know amen that it's time to say take me to the king take me to the one Who cares for me? Amen. If your husband or your wife is struggling, amen. To give you what you need in compassion. If your mom and daddy is struggling, if your children are struggling, amen. To love you in the way that completes you. I offer you an opportunity, amen, to go to the one who will love you and give you great grace and peace and strength. Nobody loves you like he can. Jesus, hallelujah, he loves me. This I know. Yeah. If you're challenged through the commercialized Christmas this season, I just believe that it's a song of praise in your heart that can cause the world to just wash away. Mm-hmm. Y'all have heard that, that country song that said, Make the world go away. I'm telling you the Lord that time he gets through with you it'll feel like he just washed it all away, amen? His love will make the, the, the pressures of life and the stress of life, I don't know about you, but when I reflect upon the Lord and I, and I begin to worship him and I begin to sing and I begin to rejoice and I'm reminded of who he is, all the problems of life cannot stand against that truth. He is my Lord and no matter what I go through, I'm gonna praise him because everything I'm going through is going to be behind me in time, but I've got more to look for in my future. There is a glory that far outweighs everything I face today. And it's because of him. Many didn't have the privilege that I had coming up. To be in Christmas plays and to sing in cantatas and sing Christmas carols and I didn't have the privilege to come to church and to hear the story of Jesus. If they heard it, they heard it on the fly, as the young people say today. I didn't have that privilege, but I tell you what. It don't matter whether you catch it on the fly or whether you were raised in it. The power of its message is transforming to whoever will receive it today. Stand with me, if you will, my Anna grace. Come on up. They told the shepherds, they said, listen, you're going to find them wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Can't miss him. So the angels began to rejoice. They began to praise him. Glory to God in the highest, and honor of peace, goodwill toward men. Okay. The angels delivered that message to the shepherds. The shepherds. By the time the angels started singing, it already made up in their mind, man, I'm going to find the king. So they left where they were and they went to the place where Jesus was. Glory to God. And by the time they came back, they came back telling everybody else about the message of the greatest hope and the greatest love of all. He's in a manger in Bethlehem. That was their story then. That was their testimony then. But let me tell you where he's at now. Word of God said He's at the right hand of the Father, and He's making intercession for you. Yep. What does that mean, baby? That means the same baby that we celebrate at Christmas every year was the Son of God. It was God in the flesh who came, all because of you and me, for all humanity. He lived and he died to pay the ransom for your sin. Point that we must recognize is this gift that he has brought you, you have to receive it. You have to receive it. It's just not, he didn't die and everybody's just going to heaven. You have to receive it. How do I receive it? Well, I recognize Him to be the Son of God. I recognize my sin and my, my 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 degradation before God my brokenness before him I, I I realize that I'm lost and undone without him and I I'm sorry for my sin and, and I need his love in my life I need the blood of Jesus that was shed to cover my sins and so I go to him and I say Lord uh, I'm sorry for my sins I' I failed you I I, I, I I turn from my sins today Lord I need your grace in my life I I accept you. You are the Son of God. You are the one who came. You were the one who came and was born in a manger. You were the one who came and lived this life and, and 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 did ministry for three years to declare your grace and your your mercy and the mercy of God in your presence here on this earth. And then you died for me and you paid a price that I could not afford to pay. And so here, Lord. I give my life to you. I, I turn from my sin. I, I believe that you are the Son of God. You died and you was buried. You was resurrected on the third day. And now you're at the right hand of the Father making intercession for me. In other words, what are you saying? Jesus was born. We can celebrate Christmas every day of our life until we die. But if we haven't let him be born in our life and in our soul, we don't have nothing to look forward to. He was born in a manger that day, but let him be born in your heart. Uh, 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 Obey the Holy Ghost, somebody. I feel the Lord. Lord, if you would only know the depths of my love for you, for I have sent my message forth as a reminder unto you that my hand and my heart is upon your life. I say to you today, hear me. For I am reaching out to you. I have placed upon you my hand. Please don't turn away. For this today is my cry of my greatest love. I love you in spite of. I love you with an everlasting love. Receive today my love in Jesus, saith God. Somebody, somebody, just give Him glory this morning. Said, "Relive, receive it. You can, We can hear the message every Sunday. We can hear the message every Christmas. And my goodness, we should never lose our song throughout the year." But the reason they were singing and the songs that were in there, the lyrics that were in their song, declared the hope of all humanity. I want to close with saying this. He said, Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Without God and his love and the actions of his love, we would have no hope. On earth, peace. God come in the form of flesh, the Son of God, to pay your sin debt, to forgive you, And to give you peace with God. Don't you want to have peace with God? Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. God is saying, I want to bring peace, I want to bring favor. My will is to bring favor on their life. Your life's a mess. It don't have to be. It don't have to be. Jesus came, amen, to give you peace, peace in your soul, peace in your walk, and the favor of God upon your life. God. I have preached what you gave me. I have preached what you've placed in my spirit. Lord, I ask you not to let us forget this story and the power of the revelation that it brings. Father, your son was born in a manger that day, but you are calling all humanity to accept him. Into their lives to be born again as He is born into their hearts by faith. That, Lord, nobody has to leave, whether they're watching by social media, whether they're here in this building, they don't have to leave and go back to living life as usual. They can accept this message that you have sent today, and then as the shepherds did. They can say, I'm not staying here. I'm going to the king. Father, if there's anyone in the sound of my voice that hears and is being wooed by you right now, is being drawn of your spirit right now, the enemy's doing all he can to try to keep them still and keep them suppressed. But right now this may be the last chance they have. This may be the last moment they have. Maybe they're watching by social media in their living room. Maybe they're they're in their car listening riding down the road. Maybe they're in this building. This may be your last chance to let the Lord be born in you by faith and and you don't have to be like the innkeeper and turn him away. God wants to put a song in your heart that says glory to God in the highest. I have peace with God now because of Jesus Christ and favor in my life. Don't you want that for yourself? This morning, if that's you, if you feel the Lord drawing you right now, He's knocking on your heart's door. Don't turn Him away. Don't just reject Him and say, well, you know, by the time dinner's over with, this will be over and I won't feel this conviction anymore. We'll just, don't do that. Come this morning. You may not ever feel the Lord pricking your heart as he is now after today. I hope you would, but I can't promise that you will. Don't you want to have peace with God? While she's singing right now, I want to ask you all over the church, every man, woman, boy, and girl, there will be those that will come into this altar today they're coming to, to surrender their lives to the lord they want jesus born in their life by faith yet there'll be others as the congregation comes that'll say lord don't let me lose my song in this season there'll be those that will say god let me father have a fresh fresh, fresh anointing in my heart that is filled with the glory, Father of God, to reflect your heart to bring peace and goodwill toward men through the act of your sacrifice. Maybe you need to stand in for somebody. There are those others that's coming. Maybe you need to stand in for somebody or desire Not only he is our healer, uh, our salvation, he's our healer. This baby came to heal. He not only was raised and fed and grew and went to the cross, he walked on water, he healed blinded eyes, He, he made the lame to walk. Father, right now, we just pray it over Roger Dalton. I feel his name in my spirit. God, we ask you to anoint him right now with healing. And even though, God, he's received the word, there today is still hope in the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That, Father, no matter what we're dealing with, what we're going through, we can find the grace of your healing show darana ya korana namashi udore virgin birth, God, just to be, Lord, the storyline of the Christmas season. Father, he is the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, he came, Lord, not only to save us, but he came, Father, wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed today. We declare, Father, the healing grace of God. is still manifest by faith in intercession today. God, we're asking you right now by the power of said grace to fall upon fall upon him right now. Lord, that this father affliction, this disease, it must be it must flee in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're asking you to work through every corridor of his body. Go through every cell. Lord, we pray. Lord, that you would be able to clear up. Lord, all that the enemy, Father, by physical affliction, has brought upon his life. There is! Holy Ghost, there is a healing in Jesus. There is. Lay your hands on her. I feel the Holy Ghost. Lay your hands on her. Sister, come on over here. Come on. Come on over here. Lay your hand on her, sis. It's done. In the name of Jesus. It's done. In the name of Jesus. Lord, you are saved. You restore. Jesus loves me. This I know. Hallelujah. Lord, I bless you, man. Been God, there would have been stipulations, God, that you've called us to as we come to prayer. You would have only called us to pray for certain things, but your word declares that all things are possible to them who believe. There's not a blood vessel you can't straighten out, Lord. There's not a sore you can't heal, there's not a sickness, Lord, you can't turn around. Father, I ask you right now, Lord, that you would set foot in that room where he's at. Lord, set your anointing father down on the floor and the foundation of his soul right now. And place your healing hand of grace upon Roger. God, I pray that you would take that infirmity and cause it, God, to be turned around in spite of what the reports are. Lord, we know that doctors are wonderful. We know that nurses are wonderful. But we know that our great physician is great. There is no God like our God. There is no physician like our physician. Lord, I pray, Father, along with my brothers and sisters in Christ, that you would work a miracle in the midst of his trial. That, Lord, that he'll hear the great grace and voice of God speaking to his heart, stirring the faith and God that you'll already begin to allow this infirmity to flee. And Lord, every second, every moment that it will improve until we see it swiftly gone in the name of Jesus. For your glory today, God. For your praise, we glorify you. Be born, Father, into this moment to bring revelation God into his heart and into his life all negative God that the enemy is trying to place in his spirit I rebuke it in the name of Jesus let words of faith God build his heart and let him father trust in the God who is able as we are today Lord I ask you God that if his faith is not enough that Lord the faith of the children of God and those that love him Father will be enough God to turn this thing around in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name where two or three touch and agree on any one thing it shall be done of my Father which is in heaven Father we praise you praise you Somebody's hurting right now. I feel the Lord speak in my heart. You got bad news. Nobody else knows about it but you. You hadn't told your family. You hadn't told your wife. You haven't told your children. You're just walking by faith. God said it came in a moment that just shattered your world. And you're holding back tears. Trying to smile.